sir, yes, sir. Welcome back to a bonus episode of Motown and Coney. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So, I just got to say, <laughs> you might as well start calling us Nostradamus, because I, I swear we predicted the the Seattle Seahawks would win and the Lions would win. <laughs> Yeah, we we knew that was gonna happen already, man, and that that kind of sucks too because I was hoping to be wrong, but I just knew in my heart that Seattle was gonna win that game. It was close. Yeah, but ba- yeah, Baker Mayfield went. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, um, the officials look like they have been transplanted from the TCU Michigan game <laughs> up to <laughs> to call the Seattle Ram and Rams game, so. Yeah, that that game, man. You know, it felt like it was a lot of bad calls in that game, right? Now I'm just gonna put it out there. Like it was a lot of bad calls. That that roughing the kicker. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. I thought that call was terrible. Also, they called like a horrible uh, late hit. Supposedly, it was supposed to have been a late hit on on Ramsey when clearly the quarterback was running right into him. Like and like, damn near went head first into him, and then and then after that, DK Metcalf. Did you see what he did afterwards? Yeah. I mean, come on, you can tell the the fix was in, Rodney. The fix was in. Yeah. So, uh, good thing is with um, the Lions on the Rams draft pick, so I think they're picking what six. Yeah, um, it was a six pick, I think. Yeah. So. Um, the the Lions, because nobody, well, America did pick the Lions to win on um, Sunday Night Football, but none of the analysts picked the um, Lions to beat Green Bay. Um, shout out to Rick Ryan because he um, basically said America needs to start putting some respect on the Lions. Um, shout out to to Ben Johnson, Dan Campbell, because who the hell calls a hook and ladder play? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, and and I think Jared Goff further proved that he he is the um, current and future quarterback for the Lions. Fourth down, pretty much to seal the game. He put the ball in his hands and he finds DJ Shark um, sitting down in the middle of the zone. So. Yeah, like the Lions, man. They, I think Dan Campbell, he's learned from his past mistakes, and that that actually made them better this season. Yeah, and hopefully, yeah. And he's hell. He declined the um, the offside penalty basically to to make the Packers use another timeout, which I think further proves um, how far he's he's come this year and and, and making the right coaches' decisions. Um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that one, Rodney. And and, and big shout out to him too, because like I said, from those mistakes, a lot of coaches that shows that he's a, he's a, actually a smart coach. I think we all get caught up in the the uh, hoopla, and, you know, with him the, being the bite the you know, kneecaps. Yeah, the bite the kneecaps. You know him. <laughs> yeah, him just him being brash with the the words, man. Just saying whatever the hell he feels. But you know what? He's it shows that he has smarts too, man. And 
and also he has a good group of coaches around him. We watched Hard Knocks, and we seen how awesome those coaches were. And it just shows you, man, like the Lions are going to be a force to reckon with, man, if they can keep this group of coaches and players together for years. Yeah, I I, I feel like they have um, – they legitimately should be the favorites to win it. Um, NFC North next year. Um, I I just I just feel with everything they got coming back on offense. Um, I would like him to resign Jamal Williams. There's nothing else. He he's proven to kind of be um, the the pause, the heartbeat of the team. Um, right. No, oh, no. I I believe that they should definitely bring back Jamal Williams. Um, also, I thought Jared Goff, man, I thought this was him growing up. People forget he's he's sort of like a young quarterback, if you think about it. Yeah, like, he was 28 this season, um, turned 29, um, pretty much, I think his birthday is in October, so um, early on in, in next season, um, I, I think he's hitting his stride. Um I'm glad to see um, Ben Johnson getting some um, head coaching um, interviews, but um, I hope he comes back. What he's been able to do with the offense with Jerry Goff, um, and I, and I just you get a four year of uh, uh, Jamison Williams. So I just want I want to see the what this offense does when everybody's fully healthy. Right, that's why I said, man, I'm. And you know they actually Las Vegas has Ben Johnson ranked number one to receive a job out of a lot of coaching candidates um, this season because he's been getting high praise for the past couple years. So I'm just I'm really nervous. I don't think that Pittsburgh, not Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. I don't think the Carolina Panthers would be a good you know fit for him. Um, their quarterback, their quarterback is kind of like uh, kind of up in the air and. Also, the Texans, too, we're, we're, they're going to try to interview him also. I just don't think both of those destinations are for him. Okay, so, um, yeah, I don't. The Colts <laughs> also. I, I don't think the Colts. Um, I don't, just because you don't know who's going to be the quarterback. and You don't I know who's like going to be the quarterback. Um, Jim Ursay is like <laughs> uh, – uh, one of the owners that I don't know if he's necessarily stable. So. I agree. See, I agree with that too, Rodney, because they had, you know, a lot of these teams, they have a win now at mentality and they don't give you a chance. If you go to the Texans. Oh yeah. They fired what? Three coaches in three years. Yeah. They're not going to give you a chance to win. And they give, they're giving you a team that's basically a bunch of young guys and a bunch of people that really couldn't cut it on other teams. And they don't have like a nobody can win with that team. Yeah. Nobody can win with that team. And then if you get the Colts, like you just said, the Colts, they, they're basically, they're basically going to set you up for failure because they want to win. Now they have a bunch of players around them that they figure they need to win. Now with, you got Jonathan Taylor, you got a bunch of other players, too, that's been there for quite a while. And time isn't really on their side. So they're trying to go get a veteran quarterback to win them a championship. They're not <laughs> trying to – yeah, they're not trying to get a young rookie but they quarterback. Haven't, so. They haven't picked the right <laughs> veteran quarterback. 
Carson. I know, and like how what do you, like what veteran quarterbacks can they absolutely go get that's out there? Well, next they're gonna go get Derek Carr. Yeah, I'm gonna, I was gonna say that's <laughs> that's their, their that's their best available option. I, and I actually think Derek Carr might be a better fit in uh, with the Jets. Right, I like I like Derek Carr with the Jets. Don't forget Jimmy G is still out there. He wound up having a, a season in the injury, and I think. I think that could be another option too. Like maybe Jimmy G, I think he's going to, they re-signed him for the rest of this year and maybe next year, but I think they're going to wind up letting him go. He's going to wind up probably going to, you know, one of those teams that we just named. I got a, I got one. Does, does Kyler Murray survive in Arizona? Well, you know, they just fired the coach. So I think they're, they're riding with, uh, with Kyler Murray. They literally just got rid of the coach. Uh, yeah, well, Cliff Kingsbury, let's be honest, wasn't a good hire to begin with. He was below 500 as a college coach, and then you, you bring him to the pros. Yeah, I think they only got him as a coach only because of his ties to uh, Kyler. I mean, I, I, I think um, rumors, well, I guess New England looking for O.C., uh, why don't they give um, Cliff Kingsbury a call? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that might actually be it, Rodney. I think they're gonna probably give him a. They probably wind up giving him a call, even though he don't deserve it. And that's another thing too. I know we talked about this before, but come on and give these black quarterbacks a chance, man. Like that's one of my main things too. I, now, I, I want to see, I want to see black coaches. And black quarterbacks kind of like make it in the league. I always and it, it kind of hurt me too because I'm mad that Lamar Jackson isn't getting his pay. Yeah, and and he's not playing this weekend. They just ruled him out, saying <laughs> like, his, his knee is not stable enough. And then okay, so this was this also hurt me too, Rodney. So I'm thinking in my head because I swear the backup uh, to Lamar Jackson, I forgot the the young man's name. But um, I thought, is it Malik Willis? No, it's it's Hundley. No, not Malik Willis, but uh, it's it's Hundley. Yeah, it's Hundley. I'm yeah, thinking that Malik Hundley Willis is, like, is in Tennessee. Yeah, that's for Tennessee. I was believing that Huntley was going to be really good, and I'm like, all he needs is just an opportunity. Remember, they were talking about trading him or possibility of keeping him because they they thought he had a high ceiling, and they're like, well, Lamar Jackson could be expendable because. Huntley is this good. He sucked. And, like, I think he just – he's actually not really played that well. Like, the defense has carried him, and he's just been a, literally a game manager, but he's been turning the ball over. So it just kind of blows my mind. Like, I want this guy to win and, and have a job. And, you know, but he's playing himself out of a job, and I don't know what's going on with Lamar Jackson. So those are two quarterbacks. And then I didn't like the way Deshaun Watson kind of played either. Like I know they just play him all that much. I'm going to give Deshaun Watson a pass uh, for this season only because with everything going on, um, the the legal allegations that's been well discussed, uh, he was basically out of football for, what, two years? Yeah, so, yeah, you're right about that. Let, let's see what he does with a full training camp, uh, some some preseason games, and then going in. 
I'll give him a pass for now. You know, I, I agree with you on that, too. He didn't get a chance to build a rapport with those guys. I know they showed them uh, him practicing, but I don't think he was allowed to, like, practice or be around the team while he was suspended. So yeah. he probably wasn't able to steal. So I, I agree with you on that, too. But if the way you're looking at it, man, and you look at, all, like, the, the top quarterback, look at the quarterbacks right now that's in the playoffs right now. Just look at all the quarterbacks. Think about it. For the Buffalo Bills, right? Jazz not a black way. quarterback. Yeah, not a black quarterback. For of course, Tom Brady for Tampa. Uh, he'll be in. For, uh, he'll be in Vegas next year too. <laughs> yeah, that's. I was just thinking about. I'm like, damn. Our last hope is Dak Prescott, and he's playing like shit this well, season. Patrick Mahomes, he, he's mixed. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Look, I'm mixed, goddammit. So I'm I'm rooting for Mahomes. I'm rooting for Mahomes, but I mean and, and, and technically and, I think and if, he's like the best right now. And if Dak doesn't if they don't win, if they don't beat Tampa Bay, this could be the last of Mike McCarthy in, in Dallas. You know what? I'm actually really fearful of this this matchup. I don't think that they're gonna win this matchup. Rodney, I just I don't believe it. In my heart, I just don't see it. Well, t- Tom Brady's best record against any team is is Dallas. He's like exactly. He's like seven and zero. They beat them at the beginning of this season. Who, Actually, so, they beat them at yes. they beat them twice by back to back seasons. So like, who's in the, more the trouble if they lose? McCarthy oh, in Dallas or uh, McDaniel's in, in Miami? Man, I'm gonna put it to you like this because you know, you know, Jerry Jones really wants Sean Payton. So, I believe that McCarthy he's gonna be gone, but not just him. They're gonna get rid of Zeke ass too, because that big contract he got and he hasn't really. I mean, uh, well, I feel like you know, if if Dak loses this game too, you you might need to look squarely at him too. I mean, what what he threw like twelve interceptions and <laughs> like. Five weeks, <laughs> in five weeks, and then they said they basically said, "Well, Dak has a lot of excuses. It's a lot of excuses going his way. If they wind up losing this game, then Dak can say, well, it was the coach.' So now you bring in another coach, and then you can say, well, he needs at least three or four years with this new coach. You know, because you know that's what the longevity the they give for coaches anyway. Three or four years to turn a, a program around." even though they have a win-now mentality in Dallas always, every year. But, yeah, it's set up for Dak to be there for a long period of time and make excuses for him when he hasn't really been playing well. Like, he's been playing like shit. Yeah. Um, Dallas, it'll be... I kind of want them to lose because... <laughs> <laughs> The drama. <laughs> to, to see them go nuclear, because I feel like that's what happens. Um, and then I feel like McCarthy d- gets another job someplace. You know what? You just want to see the drama, Rodney. <laughs> you want to see the drama, and you know what? I want to see it, too, so it's okay. <laughs> I want to see it, too. So if you had to vote for Coach of the Year in the NFL, who would it be? Wow, coach of the year in the NFL this season, man, it's been a wild season, man. Like so many, if you look at if you look at the 
the the whole standings, man, and and the way everything's been, it's been actually a pretty good year for a lot of teams. Like, I didn't realize that the coach for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Mr. Tomlin, who was my hasn't had a, yeah, who he hasn't was, had a oh my man. my vote for coach of the year goes to Tomlin. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. This man hasn't had a losing he hasn't had a losing season, like a losing record. And for him to battle back with that team, and this team wasn't really that good either. Yeah, he started the year with Mitchell Trubisky as his starting quarterback. Yeah, that right there alone. <laughs> what is <does> that? <laughs> that <alone>? <laughs> <laughs> but it's between him and and of course between um, in my opinion, I believe that the Detroit Lions coach, Mr. Campbell, I don't like I, I overheard like some commentators say, I don't know if these guys are, are really like motivated by him or half of them are literally just working off of fear. Like, does he <laughs> <laughs> but when I watch the mic up, because I, I, I sit here and I like analyze the games before and after and I listen to the people that are mic'd up and everything and a lot of things that I hear from the players are like great things, man. I love how they, and it's different from like watching other teams, because I, I watch them mic'd up, and I, you know, I watch the inside of the NFL, and you know they have people mic'd up, and you hear them talking. All the players for the Lions, I hear, I love you, I love you. We are gonna do this, good job. Let's, you know, all you hear them all saying they love each other all the time, and let's go, and you know, and you, you hear guys crying and saying like, you know, how they they let you know the other teammates down and other people hugging them. When I hear like straight up aggression from the other teams, like aggression, frustration, like being pissed off, and I'm like, man, I don't know what to think of our Lions team. Like, I don't know if they're, <laughs> I don't know if they're like emotional, but then like, <laughs> like, what about uh, Williams? Did you listen to Williams' interview when he was talking about his grand great grandfather? Yeah. And then all of a sudden he snapped. Like, don't get to the, let these tears fool you. We got dogs in this. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on here? Like, yeah, emotional roller coasters, man. Yeah, so my vote goes to, I mean, Tomlin, Dan Campbell, um, God, what's their coaching at, in, in, for the Giants? Um, yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. You got the coach for the Giants. What about the coach for the uh, Miami Dolphins? I mean, yeah, but damn he's damn good coaching job. He he did a damn good coaching job, but uh, he might get fired. So you never know what Ross is going to do. Well, he made it to the playoffs. Yeah, and I think that's another owner eyeing um, Sean Payton or uh, one James Harbaugh. <laughs> so I mean also you know I believe the 49ers the 49ers are going to be where the 49ers are at cuz a lot of people are like what why is nobody saying like for GM or coach of the year for anybody from the 49ers or why they don't have any players that's MVP caliber because the 49ers are all they they're bred to win they they're good from They are who we thought they good. were. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Like leave it alone. Like we know the 49ers are good. Like they're being ridiculous, but a lot of teams. I don't know what about Seattle, Pete Carroll too. I'm not a Pete Carroll fan, so yeah. Although yeah. what he <laughs> he did resurrect um, Geno Smith, so I'll give him that. 
And I, you know, what would be the worst move too. I, I heard them say that uh, that Geno Smith has a chance to go back to the Jets. They're thinking about him going back to the Jets. And I'm like, that'll be the worst move ever if he does that. Like, don't do it, Geno. No, Geno. <laughs> perfect world. Geno resigns with Seattle. Derek Carr ends up in New York as the Jets quarterback. I feel like Indiana's, uh, Indianapolis Colts is going to do something like sign, try to sign Jimmy G or somebody. Yeah, like that's that's the best move for him. Like, I don't want to see, I don't want to see him do anything that's stupid. And no, I I agree, I agree with you with that. Like signing Jimmy G would be a good move too. He the he would be perfect for the Jets. I know you said uh, earlier you said Carr, right? Yeah. But Jimmy G's the game manager, so if he goes to the Jets, and I thought about that. The problem with the Jets was like turnovers, and they weren't even able to put themselves in um, in scoring position against that uh, the 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 Patriots. I think that turned their whole season around right there when they lost that game to the Patriots on the punt return. Yeah, um, and there's some familiarity there um, with uh, Robert Sala and come being. From the San Francisco system, so it'll be interesting to see where. Wonder if the the Colts did they resign? Did they Jacoby Brissett, who was the quarterback for a while, he's a free agent from Cleveland. <laughs> did they go after him? Who actually didn't play too bad? Yeah, this he season. played pretty under the circumstances. Yeah, and uh, and what about the 49ers having a, a a wild problem? Like you got three good quarterbacks, and all of them will be healthy by next season from off season surgery. So, I mean, you got a few quarterbacks that's that's ready to go. Yeah, but I think they had a fourth quarterback. You said they got a fourth one too. I say that they, you know what? I think they can actually get stronger. I say that they deal one of the uh, young quarterbacks that they have, and get like some type of draft uh, stock for that person, or, or, um, or possibly, you know, get a another dynamic player. Like I, I hear, like D Hop is on the trading block. Also, Cooks. You know, the Texans are looking for a quarterback. So yeah, but I, I mean. I, I... Hear me out. Uh-huh. Tom Brady goes home and plays his final year for the 49ers. Oh, wow. No, I don't see it. Especially if they get really far in the playoffs, too. If they get really far in the playoffs, I don't think Tom Brady um, goes back. Even though that would be one hell of a story. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's I, I I do feel like he ultimately does end up in Vegas, but it's a storyline to watch too. Oh, that'll be a, that'll be a dope move right there. You know, Vegas is basically already set. Like the defense isn't bad. They got a offense that's insane. I don't Josh know how Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller. Um, yeah, right. I'm trying to figure out how the hell did they not 
you know, put up points like crazy. Yeah, that just that blows my mind. I just I don't understand how they they weren't high up there in points like the Lions or some of the other teams that were able to put up offensive explosions. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a very inter. I'm very interested to see to see what Vegas does in the off season, especially yeah, at the quarterback cool. position. So I got a good one for you, Rodney. Now I know it's almost close to getting out of here. I figure we finish off with some amazing predictions on this NFL upcoming weekend. Okay. Okay. So this weekend, of course, one of the matchups that I I'm really looking forward to seeing, and I I know a lot of people are. Um, I'm a Dallas Cowboy hater. I really don't like the Cowboys at all. A lot of people are are stuck between a rock and a hard place because a lot of people hate Tom Brady. Like, they just hate him because he's great. Just like a lot of people hate Michael Jordan because he's great. Like, let's just being honest. A lot of people hate LeBron because he was great. Same thing with Kobe. Like, it it just it happens to GOATs. People hate them. Um, and then you got America's team against the GOAT. So I'm going to ask you, Rodney, who do you have for America's team versus the GOAT? Um, Tom Brady stays undefeated. Against the Dallas Cowboy, Tampa Bay, 24-17. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. You know what? I'm going to go that's, – damn, that sounds like a nice close game. I'm going to say those numbers are going to be a little bit better. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Um, both of those teams, uh, Tom Brady, he isn't known for turnovers. Um, I think that keeps the game close because he makes a couple of stupid turnovers. And, of course, um, I, I believe Zeke's going to fumble one time, too. Zeke always fumbles so <laughs> during a big game. So I'm going to go with a little bit of a higher score. I'm going to go with 35 to 40. I'm going to go 35-45. I believe it's going to be a shootout. Uh, Tom Brady doesn't want to lose at home to Dallas. I don't believe it's going to be a defensive struggle. Tom Brady's going to get knocked around a few times, but I believe he's going to score two at will, and they're going to uh, they're going to expose Dallas on um, on the defensive end. All right, you ready for the next one? Yes. All right. Now I believe that this game is one of the weaker games. Um, I just that this, this is what what bothers me, but I. You know, we saw an epic game. The Lions put the Packers out. The Packers would have been the team that to go in. And after their offensive explosion against Minnesota, you would have thought to yourself, man, this would be a good matchup if I could see the 49ers or in, in the Packers play because both of those teams can score points. But then the Lions just shut them down and made the, and exposed the Packers. But so now we get the Seattle Seahawks against the 49ers. Who do you have? <laughs> What do you um, have in this game? Give me, and what's the score? give me Shanahan and, and the 49ers. I don't think this is close. I'll say 35-10, 49ers. That is, that is being very generous and nice. <laughs> I don't <laughs> – I just uh, – I don't even see it even being that – I believe they're going to wipe the floor with them. I think they're going to kick their ass, man. It's just, yeah, they're going to they're going to beat them. 
uh, very badly. I believe it's going to be, I'm going to say 56 to like seven. Like I, you might think I'm being ridiculous, <laughs> but no, you're going to think I'm being ridiculous. Gino just struggled against the Rams. He had a problem with just Leonard Floyd by himself. I mean, <laughs> Leonard Floyd was just a problem by himself. They didn't even have none of the other people on defense. Jalen Ramsey, like, he, Jalen Ramsey, they they one-on-one coverage. 49ers have a way better defense than the Rams, of course, and the offense is way better, too. They're going to beat the shit out of them, and I, I'm I'm very – I feel bad for them already. Um, Okay, Rodney, the next one. This is going to be a great matchup, but you have the former uh, – last year's Super Bowl team. Uh, they were unsuccessful, but um, I think they're taking great strides. You got a young Joe Burrow who's really great, and they're going against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, who do you have for this one? Um, no Lamar Jackson, no problems for Cincinnati. Yeah, you think, yeah I, I believe you on that one. <laughs> no problem for Cincinnati. I think they destroy him too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna beat them. Um, any sc- score predictions for that one? Um, forty-two, seventeen. You know, I like that too. I th- I, that's reasonable. I don't think Baltimore can put up. Uh, I don't think they're gonna put up more than uh, twenty-four points against them. So, I'll probably give them twenty-four points, and that's about it. If that, um, the next matchup. Um, Buffalo Bills against a, a feisty Miami Dolphins team minus two of the. Where's this game being played at? It's going to be played in the cold Buffalo. Oh, give me Buffalo rolling 56 nothing. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. But don't forget, Miami has, uh, they have some, some decent players, man, and they, a decent run game. The defense is opportunistic. Um, I say this game might be closer than what a lot of people, you know, expect. It is going to be cold, so, and they still do got Tyreek Hill, who's Ann Waddle, and both of those guys are playmakers. I'm going to say 24-27. It's going to be close. All right, all right, Rodney, ready for the next one? This, yeah. Now this, I believe this is going to be a high-scoring affair. Um, the Chargers against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Give, What's your prediction? Um, do we? I'm debating. Do we get the good Trevor Lawrence or bad Trevor Lawrence? Do we get the Trevor Lawrence that that, <laughs> that played against the Lions, or <laughs> give me? I'm gonna go Chargers. Road win. I, I agree it'll be high scoring. I'll say 35-28. Yeah, I think it's going to be high scoring too. I say both of the teams score in the 30s. I believe that it's going to be tough because I believe Khalil Mack is going to he's going to he's going to get his sacks. I think that's going to be the difference in the game, but I still believe it's going to be high scoring. Um you it's just too many people for the Chargers. Eckler, uh, Allen, uh, Williams. It's just it's too many people. It's just too many 
great playmakers. Uh, I got the Chargers in that one, too. Um, last but not least, um, this one here is going to be a weird game. It's going to be played in Minnesota inside of the Dome. It's going to be the Minnesota Vikings versus the New York Giants. What's your prediction? I mean, the, the Vikings did win a lot of games this year, but their losses were not even close. I know it's in Minnesota, but give me the G-Man for the upset. 21-17. Oh, yeah. That, now, that's tough. And you know what? I actually I actually like that one, too. The only thing that that, that kind of – the G-Men are different because they, they're actually – the cornerbacks are actually really good, but the front line has been the problem, and they can't stop the run, and people have been gashing them like crazy. And now they have to try to stop Cook. And uh, I don't think they're gonna stop Cook. <laughs> I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna shred them for like damn near two hundred yards. I think it's gonna be between him and Saquon too, because let's be honest, Minnesota hasn't been great against the run either. So I think Saquon and Dalvin Cook can go for one hundred and fifty apiece. And I, give me, uh, damn it, give me Minnesota on that. We're <laughs> odds. Give me Minnesota. I want to see Minnesota go against at least. Uh, I think that'll be a better matchup against Tampa Bay or Dallas, whoever wins out of that one. Yeah, we we still see games. Oh, full. Should we even got a Monday night game this week? So full week of NFL playoffs. Um, shoot. I guess we'll have a concert review for the for the next podcast. We'll be at the Shantae Moore concert tomorrow. So, oh yeah, definitely got to give a a concert review. Um, yeah, we're gonna definitely let everybody know, let the viewers know, and the followers, excuse me, um, about the concert. And I think it's gonna be a a damn good concert. Shantae Moore, she can sing her butt off. Hmm. So we'll get out of here on that note. Make sure y'all tune in and watch these playoff games. And hopefully we can have some, some drama afterwards. Looking at you, Dallas. <laughs> and we'll catch y'all on the B-side. Peace. <laughs>